Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Another big impact debut and a record broken on Monday Night Raw. For Wednesday, July 22nd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Close your mouth, your mouth, your mouth, your mouth. Good hand, good hand. Always be The artist formerly known as Kurt Hawkins, now known as Brian Myers, is back in Impact Wrestling as of last night. That vignette that you just heard aired during last night's post-slammiversary episode of Impact. And it looks as if Myers is on his way back in. He was part of Impact back in that weird global force wrestling uh, invasion bit when they were rebranding the company as GFW during that time uh, he and Trevor Lee held what was then called the TNA tag team titles uh, just for a very small amount of time swapping them back and forth with the Wolves but certainly has a, a history with Impact Wrestling does uh, does Brian Myers so that aired and then on Twitter just a short while later Brian Myers puts out a tweet addressing Vince McMahon saying I'm sorry I love you, Superkick. Impact Wrestling, let's go. Big plans for Brian Myers as part of Impact Wrestling, it seems. Digging the new look as well. He's got uh, the Brian, My- Brian Myers Shredder-esque face mask going on, which is very, you know, on brand for 2020 to wear one of those. Uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do. I think as a, as a wrestler, solid worker, lots to offer. With the right character, he could really make a mark. And uh, big love uh, to Brian Myers making his uh, Impact Wrestling return last night. PW Insider Elite have given us an update on the situation between WWE and Rey Mysterio. So Rey has met with WWE officials. Uh, This happened yesterday 
at the HQ in Stamford, Connecticut. Now, we don't know whether or not that was a successful meeting uh, or for who, which parties. Uh, we don't know where Ray still stands, but conversations are ongoing. We also know that Ray Mysterio was actually at the tapings from Monday Night Raw on Monday, but he wasn't used on television. As it stands, Ray Mysterio uh, is keen to do more work with WWE, and obviously WWE want to keep him on the books, but the the sticking point is money. Rey Mysterio wants a raise. WWE are not offering raises at the moment, uh, despite making a lot of money in 2020, despite the pandemic. They're not offering anybody any raises, so uh, you've, you've got a bit of an impasse at this point. It is very likely that Rey will stay with the company. Uh, the other alternative, of course, uh, is to to head over to AEW. I mean, that's not out of the realms of possibility for Rey Mysterio, but it feels like he would want to stay within WWE, as we've talked about before, because uh, there's plans for his son Dominic to be a part of the company going forward as well. And I imagine Rey Mysterio wouldn't want to upset that apple cart for the sake of his son's future with wrestling and in particular with WWE. So as things stand right now, uh, contract negotiations ongoing, a meeting has been held, and it seems to all come down to money. John Moxley, the AEW World Champion, will be on hand at Dynamite tonight. He's going to be cutting a promo during the night. Uh, he was on the Dan LeBetard show and said some... gave us a little tease, actually, as to what we can expect from Impact from AEW Dynamite tonight. I've got Impact on the brain, I apologise. Uh, he said, this Wednesday night is going to be an awesome show. This is what Moxley said on the Dan LeBetard show. He said, I'm not going to spoil it, but I will tell you. I will give you this information. Tomorrow night on Dynamite, there will be a big surprise and one that made me exceedingly happy, especially for kind of the more hardcore fans who follow the scene around the world. You're going to get a big surprise. It will be an even more casual fan or for first time viewer, an absolute treat to watch. I tell you this, there will be an absolute kick ass match tonight. Well, he said tomorrow night, but that's now tonight. Um, Tony Khan has tweeted regarding tonight's show, saying on AEW Dynamite, Cody Rhodes will defend the TNT Championship against one of the top independent wrestlers in the world. It's part of a huge card, and what I promise will be a great episode of AEW Dynamite on TNT at 8pm. Now, who is? are these two statements connected? I can't help but feel that tonight is the night we get Cody versus Warhorse. I think this is the night. Warhorse has been pushing on social media for the longest time to get an opportunity. He's been making countless amounts of videos and there has been a massive groundswell for Warhorse to get an opportunity at the TNT Championship. I have a feeling it might be tonight, you know. Uh, also tonight, as well as the TNT title, uh, Hangman Page is going to be facing five from the Dark Order. We'll see Ivelisse take on Diamante. Uh, the Young Bucks facing the Butcher and the Blade in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Chris Jericho teaming with Jake Hager to take, off, take on Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. And MJF is in action as well. We don't know MJF's opponent. Uh, at the time but should be a good episode of dynamite tonight jack will break it all down for you tomorrow on the cultaholic youtube channel with aew dynamite graded
Dave Meltzer has confirmed on Wrestling Observer Radio the plans for SummerSlam seem to be Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre. We've mentioned uh, the rumblings of this for the last week or so, but Meltzer says, quote, they were going to shoot a Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, SummerSlam angle on Raw. I presume it was taped for the second show that was taped for next week. I don't know that as a fact because I was told in the afternoon that the angle taping is still on, but it could have been for the second show. So they did not do the angle yesterday because they're doing Drew McIntyre versus Dolph Ziggler for the title in a rematch next week. So chances are we will have uh, an angle that will start the build towards Drew versus Orton at SummerSlam on next week's episode of Monday Night Raw. During his Hall of Fame radio show, Booker T commented on the hashtag trend, Naomi deserves a chance. And wasn't massively in favour of the idea. Booker T said, Naomi deserves a chance. They can go to hell with all these hashtags. I'm tired of hearing about them. You have to earn a chance and your spot on the roster. This is not some kind of movement just to pull somebody up just because. I hate to say this because I like Naomi, but as far as the business goes, you get it on your merit alone. There is no buddy system. Well, such and such has a buddy system and that that's why they're doing it. That might be true, but life is not fair. Sometimes you have to make your own breaks and rise to the occasion when no one else thought you could. It may not happen overnight. No one expected me to become a six-time champ, but my persistence of going out there and performing better than all of those suckers in the locker room, and they knew it, and the fans saw something different. If it happened tomorrow, someone blessed with Naomi with the World Championship, then trust me, it would not feel like she did it on her own. I never would have wanted the world title if it was given to me that way. Naomi is perhaps more athletic than every female in that locker room, but psychology and working are two different things. If I had my hands on her for a month, Naomi would look at this business in a totally different way. Naomi responded on Twitter with, Will do, Booker T, and a gif of Jim Carrey covered in sellotape waving. I think it's from the, uh, I think it's from Liar Liar, or maybe um, Dumb and Dumber, one of the two. The Motor City Machine Guns are once again the Impact World Tag Team Champions. They defeated the North after 383 days as champions. A great match from last night's Impact. Good to see Chris Saban and Alex Shelley teaming up together. These two really changed the game when it came to tag team wrestling back in 2010. Their series with Beer Money was something to behold. It really was. And they look crisp and fresh as ever uh, at Slammiversary and last night at Impact. Big love to the North who end a phenomenal run as Impact Tag Team Champions. I'm sure they'll be back there soon enough. Big Show recently did an interview with Newsweek.com talking about the possibility of becoming a backstage producer with WWE. Big Show's not a fan. He said, being a backstage producer, I may as well put my head under a car and back over it. I wouldn't want the headache that our backstage producers go through. I'm in a unique position that I don't have to work five nights a week when I was full-time. If you have a talent that is on their way as a big guy or a medium-sized guy and I get the chance to get in the ring and work again and ride with this guy for a few days and help them in that way, that's where I can do my best work, being in the ring with them and work out their timing and what's going on in their head and take them where they need to be. 
This comes from WrestleVotes Twitter. Sources state that both Evolve and WXW will be coming to the WWE Network before the end of 2020. Uh, it was revealed recently that Evolve has been bought by WWE. WXW in Germany already has a long-standing relationship with the company as well, similar to that of Progress and ICW, two other shows that wouldn't surprise me ended up on the WWE Network very soon. Dragon Gate are resuming their schedules for tapings. They are slowly getting back to normal. They've announced a dozen plus shows for September taking place around Japan. Good to see Dragon Gate getting back into things. Meanwhile, in the States, Ohio Valley Wrestling, uh, which hasn't taped any new content since COVID-19, uh, are back on the 28th of July. They are not going to be taping in Louisville at the Davis Arena where they normally work. Uh, they're actually going to be going to Jeffersonville, Indiana, the arena there, uh, where they'll have a socially distanced crowd on hand, all wearing masks. Uh, the taping is going to be used for OVW's series on YTA. It just started, like they just got themselves a TV series, a TV, weekly TV show, just as... COVID-19 hit, so they're keen to get back on it. And when it comes to NWA power, Stu Bennett doesn't see the company coming back anytime soon. In an interview with Chris Van Vliet, Bennett said, I think we're slowly getting closer to it. I was hearing rumors of kind of looking at October for something, if things continue doing well, and then suddenly the US had this giant spike. I will be amazed, and this is not coming from someone in management, I would be amazed if NWA puts on a show at any point for the rest of this year, just based on how all this stuff is spiking. I don't think it's going to be safe for anyone to put on a show and have a crowd out there. Don't take my word for it though, it's Billy Corgan's decision, but I would be surprised if something came out in 2020. Braun Strowman spoke to Sports Illustrated and said he was completely caught off guard by the whole circumstance of WrestleMania 36, including his match with Goldberg. He said, I was told when he got, he got a phone call and said, I was told there's been a change and we need you. I said, well, I'm in Wisconsin. How am I getting to Florida? Almost before I'd finished saying that, I was told there was a jet in the air that was landing in a few hours for me. A Strowman basically had no time at all to, to get a bag packed and get to the jet to get to Florida. Uh, once he got to Florida, he said, I was in bed by midnight in Orlando. Then at nine the next morning, I was at work being told I was facing Goldberg at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. All I could think was, let's go. That's incredible. I love the turnaround of that. It shows you just how, how how fraught WrestleMania truly was this year. The fact that Braun Strowman was back home in Wisconsin and they're like, right, he's doing this. We'll send the plane and then we'll call it. <laughs> Amazing story. An incredible streak has broken from Monday Night Raw. This was from WWE Stats. Thank you for this. Uh, new 24-7 champion Shelton Benjamin scores a singles victory on Raw by pinning Ron Killings. This is Shelton Benjamin's first one-on-one -on -one win on Monday Night Raw since 2006. Now, to break down how different the world was in 2006, get this, April 12, 2006 was when he beat Super Crazy on Monday Night Raw. Uh, so back on April the 12, 2006, iPhones weren't a thing. Twitter hadn't started using hashtags yet. 
John Cena was still in the development system for WWE. John Cena was only three world championships in. CM Punk was in the development system for WWE. The Xbox 360 was the latest console out. The PlayStation 3 hadn't come out yet. The top film was Pirates of the Caribbean Dead Man's Chest. And Justin Timberlake's Sexy Back was number one. That was the last time Shelton Benjamin scored a win on Monday Night Raw. Thank you very much to We Are 113 and to Garrett Morgan on Twitter, who both uh, flooded my timeline with those with those stats. I love it. Thank you. And well done, Shelton Benjamin. <laughs> there will never be a streak like that again. Weighing in at 210 pounds, he's back nuts, Z-Bar, the superstar. And finally, we at Cultaholic are paying our respects to Tom Hirschman, known to fans of CZW as Z-Bar, who we found out yesterday has passed away. Uh, Z-Bar was very much one of the, the early alumni of Combat Zone Wrestling. He started wrestling as part of the original training school and was thrown into the middle of the promotion just just because of how beloved he was and how much he was taking to it. He was billed in CZW as the ultraviolet man-whore. He was the lackey for Rockin' Rebels Army, among others. Uh, Bar also teamed with the Softcore Connection, uh, and him and Nick Burke would go and wrestle uh, for Big Japan in 2002. Uh, In recent years, he moved to Florida. He's done the odd bit of wrestling since 2012, and he always talked about making comebacks uh, but nothing really came of it. We know that he's been dealing with health issues as of late, and uh, yesterday it was reported that at the age of just 38 years old, Tom Hirschman has left us. CZW official Twitter broke the news yesterday saying, CZW is saddened to learn of the passing of Tom Zbar Hirschman. Our deepest condolences go out to his loved ones. Hashtag RIP Zbar. And SmackDown star Drew Gulak uh, has paid tribute to Z-Bar as well. He says, Z-Bar was one of the first guys to really help us out when we started training. He was one of the first people to welcome us into the locker room even before we signed up for school. Throughout the years, he would always pop back into training to teach. My second match was against Z-Bar. I was very nervous, but he taught me so much in that one bout. I was 18 and barely knew what I was doing. He spoke to me in Carney the whole time. He was best known for his personality, both on stage and backstage. What a character. But Z-Bar would always keep it 100% real. We stayed in touch over the years, even after he left wrestling. I know he was hurting. I feel for his family, who he loved very much. We at Cultaholics send our love to the friends and family of Tom Hirschman, a.k.a. CZW's Z-Bar, who passed away at the age of 38. For Wednesday, July the 22nd, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic Wrestling News.